Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Bodies Fan Progress special as we look at Progress's first ever all women's show, Who Runs the World, uh, helping us to preview this incredible show. Is one of the most recognizable voices in British wrestling. She will be the lead commentator on the night. So, Cal Val, thank you for joining us. How are you? Oh, thank you for having me. I'm doing very well. I am so excited to not only be here, but to be representing uh, representing the ladies at this very, very important uh, progress show. Indeed. Uh, we are, of course, T and Ty's The Great British Wrestling Podcast for Great British Wrestling. I am the host of Great British Tech, Mr. Andrew Moore. Joining me as my co-host today is the editor of Body Slam. He is Seamus Mooney. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thanks again for having me. I love coming on your show as much as you have me. No problem. We love having you on as well. It's always nice to have a co-host. And I know you were a super big SoCal Val fan. Yes, sir. She's fantastic. Oh, thank you so much. How nice. Indeed. Uh, unfortunately, uh, my normal co-host, Dan, who is also a huge, huge fan, uh, could not make it today, but he sends his love as well. Uh, he's uh, always been a big fan of yours since the impact of the DNA oh, stuff. Oh, how nice. Well, Dan, if you're listening, we, I'm sure he's listening. Dan, yes. lots of love from California. I so appreciate the support. That's lovely. That's excellent. Right. Uh, we're here to talk about, as mentioned, the progress, the all-women's show, Who Runs the World?, uh, and let's talk about the importance of female representation in, in wrestling, because this is something that you've always been quite big on. Yes, for sure. And you know what? When they approached me about this, the, the name said it all to me. I thought, this is my kind of show. This is up my alley, or in the UK, we'd say up my street. <laughs> um, and, you know, it is very, very important to me, you know, uh, to represent the ladies of wrestling. You know, um, we we have a show, Grown-Ass Women TV, Gaw TV, Cheat Plug, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern on YouTube with myself, Mickey James, and Lisa Rivera. And, you know, the name in our of our show says it all as well. We're all about female empowerment. We're all about uh, diversity in, in female wrestling. And the great thing about this card in particular is there is a lot of diverse, diversity, a lot of different styles, whether that's aesthetically or in-ring. Um, athleticism and that's what we always talk about on the show is is having a mix of everything you know you have your serious wrestlers you have your more diva type wrestlers um and we were just discussing this actually on our episode that aired yesterday with candace michelle i've been a big proponent of the divas era that was what i loved you know i didn't want to be alita with all due respect to serious more serious wrestlers i wanted to be a tory or a candace and nowadays you really have a well-rounded group of girls especially on this show that kind of you know, it's from different facets of wrestling. You've got kind of your more diva types. You've got very, very ground and pound kind of wrestlers. And that to me is really what, pun intended, what progress in wrestling is all about. It's not just one representation of females in wrestling. It's actually a really cool amalgamation of different styles and looks and attitudes. Uh, I mean, how important is it? Because it's literally arguably the number one British wrestling promotion in the well, British wrestling promotion uh, that is put in this uh, all women show. So, how important it is for a, for progress to lead the way with something like this? 
It's really important. And and you hit the nail on the head there. You know, when I moved to the UK, it was very apparent that, yes, there are a lot of great promotions in the UK, but progress is really. And by the way, I have to say, I was laughing with some of the guys. I was like, am I going to have to pronounce it progress? Because I know that to me, that's not how I would pronounce it. But then to the UK fans, I don't know if that's going to get on their nerves. So I'm going to apologize publicly right now for pronouncing it as an American. But hey, you know what? This is the only accent I got, you know? So, hey, uh, that's the text in me right there. But yeah, I mean, it's it's really progressive what they're doing and it's important to uh, represent females. And, and for me, the fact that we're gonna have a female announced team is very, very cool. Um, but progress, as I was saying a minute ago, is, you know, probably the top promotion in the UK. And when I moved here, that was really, really evident by, you know, by reputation and, and reputation is everything in terms of independent wrestling. You know, you hear from the fans when you, when you go to one or two indie shows, you hear them talking about progress and how great it is. And they've had such great success, especially with the WWE network. How cool is that? So it's a promotion that I've had my eye on for a while. I mean, I've been here for almost six years now living uh, in beautiful, exotic Milton Keynes, very proud of Milton Keynes. Um, and I, you know, was always sort of wondering, like, I wonder if I can get with progress. They're cool. You know, they're very, um, they're very woke. They're very um, edgy. And it's something that I know the fans love. And I just thought, wow, how to be a part of this, not only just to join progress, but to be a part of it in a female commentary role, an all female show is just the best kind of situation I could have asked for. Val, I, you mentioned um, the diversity on the card. I, I'm a big proponent of diversity in wrestling within the characters, styles, everything. But on top of that, uh, the diversity on commentary. You yourself are Texan, for example, are from Texas, built from Southern California, for mm-hmm. example. Whereas they, they don't really have many American commentators historically at progress. They're bringing in more people such as Trisha Dora from the States. Yep. Mm-hmm. How important do you think the diversity in not only styles, characters, but personnel within uh, their backgrounds? Is, That's is a great going question. Yeah, yeah, great question, and, and I'd love that you uh, that you touched on that because Giselle Shaw, for example, is Canadian. Uh, you know, Trish is is American. Actually, I was just uh, watching some of her stuff, and I did not even realize until today that she was trained at Team 3D Academy. So me being an Orlando girl, that was really, really cool to hear. Um, but you know, having the different accents, different global uh, backgrounds is really cool. And um, and by the way, I should say, yes, I grew up in Texas, lived in Southern California, hence I started the wrestling, but like Orlando, Florida is where I've lived the most, that's home for me. So when people always say, oh, you're American, where are you from? I've lived in five states. So I always have to go, oh, this is gonna be a long answer. But I think it's cool to have an American voice. You know, when I moved over here, I was really worried that I thought, okay, I want to do more presenting, but I don't hear a lot of American voices, even in wrestling. And then I will give kudos to um, WOS Wrestling, World of Sport. We had a season on ITV and it was myself, Alex Shane, Stu Bennett. And they let me not only be the first female commentator, but they let me be the American of, of the group. And that was really cool. I thought it, you know, the cool thing is over here in the UK, I think it's really nice and respectful that they always say, well, when you are speaking or when you're ring announcing or doing commentary, it feels like wrestling because they watch so much American wrestling. So I hope that's the case. You know, again, that's what I was a little worried about, you know, the pronunciation of progress or progress, but I'm proud to be an American. I'm proud to be in the UK and represent both. And I love that, by the way, I I appreciate that introduction that you said, I'm I'm a well-known voice in the UK. That's really cool to me to kind of span both countries. So to have a few Americans, Canadians, different backgrounds on the card, I think just adds to the excitement and adds to the importance of this show that it's not just, 
you know, a UK show. It's, it's going to be hopefully one of many all-female shows that spans the globe. Yeah. All-female shows have kind of become a commonplace. It needs to become more of a commonplace. Mm-hmm. And I, I like that this one feels natural. And I would love to see progress do more of that going forward. Um, any thoughts on whether or not that may be a thing going forward? I would love that. And I'll be honest with you. I will do everything in my power to encourage more female driven shows, you know, maybe even their own female driven Mm. series would be amazing. You know, we have girls like one of my best friends. I'm going to do another cheap plug here. We have girls like Mickey James, you know, that was heading up the NWA empower show, which was all female. So you're seeing more and more of that. Thanks to girls like Mickey. Thanks to girls like Gail Kim, Christy Hemme, Lisa Marie Barron, Melina, the girls that are really representing, um, you know, Girls supporting girls, women supporting women. That's really what our MO is about. That's what God TV is about as well. So I'm just thrilled, again, not only to do commentary in the UK or anywhere, really, that, that will have me, but I'm thrilled that I'm hopefully associated with being a girl's girl. And that's what I've always said in every interview. I, at some point, mentioned that, yes, I have a lot of guy friends through professional wrestling, but I really am a girl's girl. Um, I'm kind of a sisters before Mr. kind of thing, kind of gal. And I don't want to say that in like a feminist Uh, I'm happy to be a feminist, but I don't mean to say that to put men down. It's just that I'm very girly. I love female energy, female company. And I have always been somebody who champions other girls. That's, I'm not saying I've always seen it in wrestling. There's, I've seen some cattiness here and there, but for the most part, you know, my core group of girlfriends, like the ones I just mentioned, they genuinely, and I've seen them for years and worked with them, worked with them for years in companies like Impact Wrestling, where I was for nine years. These are the girls that would welcome new girls, no questions asked, that would be respectful, that would even welcome, you know, different types of girls coming in. You know, we had models coming into Impact Wrestling that were just asked to do managerial roles and they treated them with the same kind of respect as a very serious Japanese women's wrestler coming in. And that to me is supporting other women uh, no matter what. And it's just, it can't be under any conditions. You just have to support other women. And if they're there for the right reasons, they're there to make an impact um, and, and be respectful to everybody and kind. And, you know, they're, they're there to kind of promote their own brand. That's what we want to see more of. And, and this roster of ladies that's on Who Run the World is just, not only is it diverse, but they're very, very strong girls, all of them. They really are. And that, that leads me into kind of why I wanted to touch on next. Mickey, Gail Kim, Victoria, some of the absolute best women's workers of all time, but Mm -hmm. their legacy is going to be what they left on women's wrestling and more of a behind the scenes role. Maria Canellis Bennett kind Mm -hmm. of the same way now with what she's done in Ring of Honor. There's not been a big woman's voice to do that in the British scene before you. Um, how How do you go about being that voice going forward well first of all that's a huge honor that you'd even suggest that i really appreciate that um i think it's really about uh putting the work in and getting to know all of the girls like for example the, when i was told uh the matches i will be honest when in my research not only is it youtube making notes all that kind of stuff i'm a little bit of an overachiever when it comes to that and i told every <laughs> one of the girls that but i made sure i was following all these girls dming them like what do you want to come across on on commentary you know we can't get every little tidbit in but 
I want to, and, and that's why I'm actually going to go early to the show because I want to make sure that I'm sitting down with all the girls. So a lot of which I've met before, but some I have not. And I want to get their story. I want to make sure that I understand their characters and their backgrounds and, and what they're trying to portray and get across. And that's the kind of work that I think, and I call it work. It's not really work. It's actually just getting to know girls. And I think because I'm a girl's girl and I genuinely just want to see them all succeed, that just comes really naturally to me to be like, hey, girl, like, let's talk about it. Like, what do you want to get across? What do you think people have not really touched on in your career or your character and things like that? So I think being in depth with each girl and giving them the respect they deserve. Um, in terms of, of detail and getting to know them, I think that's what I'm probably most excited for. And, you know, at the end of the day, when you do shows like this, then it's like watching your friends. And then, you know, that's why I get very upset when someone gets hurt or if someone's disrespected on social media, things like that, because I get very invested. And I hope that if I'm set apart at all to be the person that is the voice of, of females in wrestling, what an honor. It's because I genuinely care and I genuinely want to see them all succeed and just completely blow up on the scene and, and be their own brand and make that money and hustle and all that. And again, this roster is a very hardworking roster and that comes across in, in how they all perform. And it's an incredible uh, situation because uh, the show has been placed in this lead up to their anniversary week show. It shows the importance that they are actually putting on this to include it inside yep. their anniversary week, I guess. Yeah. And you know what? That's kudos to progress because as much as we can uh, be hard workers, as much as we can hustle and, you know, and listen, it, it's, it's not an easy thing. I mean, I'm not even in the physical aspect of it. So even the physicality, the athleticism, the working out, the nutrition, the training, all of that aside, there's so many different facets of being a well-rounded wrestling entertainer, performer, whatever you want to call it, whether it's, you know, aesthetics, whether it's gear, whether it's um, how you are on social media, how you conduct yourself at interviews, how you cut a promo. There's so many things these girls have to tick off the box boxes. And, um, you know, it's, it's a lot of work, but here's the deal. You can be the best at all of those things, but unless you're given a platform to showcase all of those talents, you are really out of luck. And thank goodness now, finally, 2022, we have companies like Progress that are giving them that platform and putting that spotlight on them because they deserve it. And, and mm. that's really what I was really happy about with Progress that they're, like you said, they're really making sure this is a special event and that spotlight is deserved. And I know that these girls are gonna, basically they've been given the ball and I know they're gonna run with it. I'll put it that way. Indeed. So let's uh, go for a quick rundown of the card uh, so that the viewers out there know what to expect from each match. Uh, yeah. One match that really, really intrigued, which is a, a no disqualification match. It is for the TNT Extreme Women's Championship, which is a promotion over in Liverpool. Uh, there is the co-ownership uh, between the new owners of Progress and TNT Extreme. But Lana Austin, Alexis Falcon, no disqualification. It's going to be quite uh, an explosive matchup. It will be. And you know what? Uh, it's funny because I, I had a feeling you were going to go right to that no DQ match because I saw that and I was like, oh, snap, we are in for a treat. This is one of these ones that I'll probably be watching behind like half open hands because these girls, I mean, they're so tough. I've seen a lot of Lana Austin. She was on one of the first shows I ever did here, actually, PCW. Oh, gosh, back in like 2000 and oh, 14 or something a long time ago. And uh, I've seen a lot of her career. She's a great performer. I also, um, I've been doing a lot more research on Alexis Falcon. She is so bold and so great. I think it's going to be good, but I have to be honest, like with these girls, 
And especially because of female representation in wrestling, they feel like they have something to prove. Not only is there an actual, you know, feud, but when they have something to prove like this, this is when things can get really, really exciting or dangerous. And I feel like we're going to see a little bit of both because it is no DQ and I'm excited for it, but I'm a little nervous, I'll be honest. And a complete stylistic uh, matchup where both are so different. Giselle Shaw, new Impact <laughs> Knockout versus Session Moff Martina, one of the most entertaining wrestlers in all of wrestling right now. One of the best characters in all of wrestling, too. Yes. Making her a yeah. made her yeah. AEW Darker debut recently as well. I was she? at that show. Oh. Were you? I was. How was that? A lot of fun. I I'm in I'm from Jacksonville, so I do a lot of AEW events. I yeah. If that was the dynamite, like the taping that was done before Dynamite, mm-hmm. I was media for that show. Oh, that's excellent. That's so cool. Well, I of course saw it and I saw her vibing and, and dancing all it, you know, in, in her glory at AEW. And how cool was that? Like you said, she's a character. I, I would think that the word that comes to mind with Session Moth Martina is originality. And I saw her years ago here in the UK and I was like, there is no one that moves and looks and acts like her. She's so original. That's something that you know, I hate to say it, that that's can be very hard to find now in professional wrestling a lot of people you see and it's kind of like okay it's wrestler a wrestler b they're trying to be this person oh this is this guy's trying to be this guy this girl's trying to be this girl but you know she's she's obviously watched this girl and emulated her too much no 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 not our moth martina she is somebody that is her own uh competitor and so much fun to watch very talented in the ring as well so it's not just entertainment factors but giselle shaw is somebody that i have really really enjoyed watching on impact wrestling and uh getting to know her through that i've done uh, commentary the last two months for two pay-per-views with Impact Wrestling. And Giselle is somebody that I've watched on the TV show. And she's just, I mean, talk about star quality. She's someone that just comes on the screen. And the first time I saw her, I thought, all right, who's this? We're in for a treat. And, you know, her mic skills are tremendous. So I'm excited about this one in particular. I don't want to play favorites here. I really don't know which way to go. I'm just going to let the match play out. And then I'll make my own uh, very unbiased, hopefully, opinions. Yeah, Michelle Shaw has been around a bit too. Like she was, I believe she was Azteca on uh wow a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Like she's been trained by quite, a, quite a few different places. She's been in Rev Pro for the last couple of years, doing great work there. She's slowly becoming one of the best, I shouldn't say slowly, but from a renowned standpoint, she's slowly becoming one of the best women in wrestling. She's been one of the best women in wrestling for a couple of years. She is, and you know what? She's doing what, uh, I, I don't know if I should call it uh, pulling a Ric Flair or pulling a Drew McIntyre, because Drew, of course, had a renaissance in his career because he was doing what she's doing, meaning you know, she's, she's making sure that she's putting those miles in. You know, She's, she's mm. racking up those miles, going all around the globe, making her face and her name and her brand known all over the world. And that's really important. She's hustling. This is the point in her career where she's really, really hustling. And we're seeing her pop up everywhere. And for me, you know, there's so much wrestling to keep up with nowadays that um, it can get a little bit muddled. But somebody like Giselle Shaw keeps coming up and keeps coming up. And you cannot help but notice her because of the work she's putting in, because of the the promotions that she's making sure that she's being seen at, which is really commendable. Yeah, she's done a a huge job of representing as the almost as the lead voice in British wrestling for women's wrestling for the last two years. 
She was mm -hmm. very vocal about improving uh, women's divisions in the promotions that she worked for. And it's so commendable for what she has done and the, what she's brought back to British wrestling and women's wrestling. Totally. Yeah, Drew Galloway laid, a laid the groundwork for a lot of things after his release. And I'm glad to see Giselle Shaw taking that and running with it the way nobody else on the independence has. And I would yep. like to see more do that. Totally agree. And, and that's, you know, that kind of harkens back to the old days, like where they were, you know, we call it, it sounds hilarious. Territory now, days. Like, yeah, yeah, territory days. And it's sort of like that funny lingo that people use, like, oh, we're making towns, brother. But that's what she's doing. She's making towns and she's, you know, kicking it old school. And like you said, that's what Drew, you know, that's what Drew did. He thought, okay, I'm released. All right, well, watch this. And he just went and worked his ass off and came back better than ever and and Giselle's in that sort of period now where she has something to say and she's going to make sure everybody hears it and I love that I, I find that very empowering and in a day of social media it's much easier to gain heat on one story while jumping yeah. from promotion to promotion than it was back in the 70s when you'd work a town for a month at a time disappear yeah. for a bit work another town she has the ability to go from place to place and build her brand. And yeah, exactly. I think she's doing a wonderful job, better than anybody else in wrestling in that regard right now. The quintessential yeah. well diva. Yeah, <laughs> and I gotta love that. You know, you gotta love that. That, and that's, that speaks to me, that sort of like larger than life personality. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm not one for, for the wallflowers. I, I love the, the, maybe, you know, some people would say it's overconfidence. But I love the confidence. I love the uh, the braggadocious manner, shall we say? Oh, there's a big word. I'll have to say that one for the uh, for the show. There is a braggadocious <laughs> manner of Giselle Shaw. I gotta say, I love it. Absolutely love it. And there's a matchup between two of the biggest names in British women's wrestling, uh, Alex Windsor, who'll actually be making her return to Progress uh, for after about three years. Uh, her mm -hmm. story is so inspiring. She was. She had to miss about two years due to a knee injury. Once she was mm -hmm. finally ready to return, COVID hit. So she had to wait another two years on top of that. And since she's been back, so explosive on the British scene. And it's great to see her back in progress wrestling as well. Yes. And you know what? Sometimes uh, injuries or COVID or whatever, it, it it can well it's not sometimes it always messes with people mentally you know I've, I, so many of the guys that have gotten injured have gone like oh my gosh I'm going crazy and I want to be on the road and all this but sometimes a break whether it's uh, you know a choice that you're taking a break or it's an injury or it's Miss Rona running around and, and ruining the world hey thanks a lot Miss Rona uh whether whatever it is sometimes a break is actually a really cool way of like regenerating and she has come back better than ever I have worked for many times in Milton Keynes and all over England Really, really, not only is she a really nice person, but just really, really, like I said earlier, star quality, that kind of intangible star quality. So when I saw that she was on the card, I thought, oh gosh, I can't wait to see her match. And I'll, you know, she kind of has my, my vote. Again, not that I should be biased, but hey, we're all friends here. But yeah. then I saw who she was wrestling. I thought, oh my God, Lizzie Evo is another name on the independent scene that I've seen so much about. All positive, um, you know, in terms of reputation and then watching so many of her matches. She's got the look. She's got the moves. She's really, really good at, you know, social media. She's, the whole package is there. So I'd like to see how, how they fare against each other, especially because Alex is coming back, uh, you know, with a bang and mm. she's real hungry. So I don't know if that's going to be, 
uh, something that Liz Lizzie Evo is a little bit intimidated by, but she's going to have her work cut out for her. I'll say that. Yeah, both have been champions all across the UK. Uh, one matchup that I'm really, really looking forward to is because they're two of my favorites, Sky Smithson versus Laura Dimatteo. Uh, Laura Dimatteo has been one of the longest serving progress female wrestlers for a long time. Uh, she's one of the best in the UK and her match against Sky Smithson is, is going to be a very technical matchup with lots of striking. And that's what's great is, is we need, you know, different kind of, we were talking about diversity earlier, different types of, of you know, professional wrestling and different types of, of styles in the ring. So that to me is very intriguing. And especially her history with progress, Laura's, um, you know, having watched a lot of it on, on, you know, social media and things like that, I think her being kind of a progress veteran is going to be interesting. Sky Smithson, I, I'm rather new to, so I've been watching a lot of her stuff on YouTube, lightly stalking her, if you will, on YouTube <laughs> and social media. So this one is going to be fun. And, and you know what's kind of cool? I was saying to uh, Tracy Brooks the other day that um, I actually am really glad, as much as I love Impact Wrestling, when I commentate on something where I know everyone, like I've known them since I was 16 or 18 years old. I know them like the back of my hand. What actually is really exciting for me is not just the, the homework, but seeing a lot of these girls wrestle for the first time and, and having that fresh perspective and those fresh eyes to go, wow, you know, she's really resonating with me or, or not. So I think that's for me is kind of exciting to sort of um, see some of these girls for the first time. Indeed. She is the villainess and Laura DiMatteo will be the hero in that match, I believe. That's your prediction. You never know what could happen, though. We could go topsy-turvy. Indeed. So how excited are you to be actually returning to commentaries uh, in the UK since WOS, uh, obviously? back in? The oh, my gosh. So excited. I actually uh, tweeted Stu Bennett and I was like, I want to thank him and Alec Chain for just my gosh. I mean, I'll be honest, it was a little intimidating because they're so knowledgeable and it's two guys and I'm sitting there in the middle like, all right, I got these two pillars of knowledge next to me. And uh, they made me such uh, I'm such a great commentator. That sounds silly, but you know, they, they really, really uh, helped me learn and, and to grow as a commentator. And I have been having so much fun virtually commentating with fight TV for impact wrestling, but I'll be honest, the virtual uh, commentating is great, but there's nothing like being there live. And, and for goodness sake, I have missed live wrestling shows. I know all the fans will echo this sentiment that there's nothing like having the live crowd behind you and everyone reacting just like you are and screaming and showing their love to their favorites and showing their hatred, their vitriolic heat for the ones that they hate. Love that. Love the passion of the fans. And the fact that Progress has such passionate fans. And you can tell even just on social media, the way that they're all like, oh my gosh, I'm driving six hours to come to the show. They're so excited that you cannot help but have a good time, whether you're there in person uh, or watching virtually. So I'm just excited to have the crowd behind us and to have that live wrestling experience because just like everybody that's in wrestling now, whether they want to admit it or not, we all started as fans, right? I was 14 years old going to Raw by myself, uh, buying my one little ticket and, and making, you know, making friends with everybody around me and, and loving wrestling and loving that vibe. Uh, so fast forward to now, having been in it for quite a while, like it's still that little fangirl inside me that's just excited to be there and excited for just Oh God, even the smell of a locker room I've missed. It's just, it's so great to be back. It's so great to be back in person. It's a totally different thing. Yeah, there's nothing for me quite like a live wrestling show. For me, the biggest difference between live and at home is I've watched so much wrestling throughout my life that I know what cues to pick up. Like on near falls, I will watch the 
person taking the cover's eyes and I'll know, oh, this isn't the finish because they're counting with the referee. But <laughs> I don't do that because I can't see their eyes when I'm in the stand. So it allows me to immerse myself into the matches a lot more on just small yeah. subtleties such as that are come across much better live. But on the point of commentary, you mentioned earlier that you try to get a feel with each performer and what they want to get over. And that's important for a commentator because they guide the story and yep. wrestling is a business of promoting. And if you're not getting over, uh, it's not going to help the business and the commentaries are integral. Commentators are integral and in helping get these performers over. So I, I really like hearing that response. What was the biggest adjustment going from uh, different roles that you've done throughout your career to specifically commentary? Oh, well, thank you so much. Um, you know, it's interesting because I got into wrestling too. I never really wanted to wrestle much. I kind of, I thought, oh, if it makes sense for storyline, I'll do it. But it was never the physicality, the athleticism is not for me. I bruise like a peach. So I wanted to do, uh, you know, I wanted to be the Stephanie McMahon. I wanted to be a manager and, and to talk more. And, and the more I did that, the more I realized that there's not, there's not always a whole lot of longevity in managing, you know, for example, Jay Lethal and Sanjay Dutt, when I managed them in Impact Wrestling, when the storyline ends, then what do you do? You know, you're not a wrestler. You're not going after some title belt. So it's just sort of like, oh, you might manage someone else or you might not. Um, and I just love talking. I loved the presenting side of it. And that's once the presenting side of things uh, started to come about more because they gave me opportunities. Someone like Mike Weber, who's the COO of Fight TV, is probably my number one. And Jeremy Borash, too. Uh, they're kind of my number one and number two kind of cheerleaders and, and people that I'm so grateful for because they actually gave me opportunity. They went, oh, this girl can talk. You know, yeah, she's young. Yeah, she's not a wrestler, but she can talk and she can hold her own and do an interview, uh, you know, believably and all that. So once the presenting side was sort of, uh, I realized that was really all for me. Then, you know, the interviews came, a lot of ring announcing. I love ring announcing, but commentary to me, I think what you just said was really smart about how it's part of this, you're part of the story and you're part of promoting. And that's what I really love about it is kind of, in a weird way, like it's it's a kind of a, um, you're sort of helping everybody in the back kind of get their, like you said, get their story over or get their character over, or you're kind of explaining to the viewer that might be watching for the first time why this match makes sense. And to me, I love wrestling, but when, when people just wrestle to wrestle for no damn reason, I was never as interested as a fan as I was when, oh my gosh, this is a, a huge feud coming to a head. Like, well, I know this sounds funny, but one of my favorite stories, storylines ever, and I told this to Mr. Angle, was Kurt Angle, Triple H, and, and Stephanie McMahon, their love triangle. And it was, it made the matches yes. so exciting. Oh my God. And even like WCW Invasion, Tori and Stacey, I had this conversation with Tori on God TV versus Trish and Lita. Like they were trying to steal their boyfriends. Like I was like, oh hell no. What, they're going to rip this girl's hair out. Like, here we go. When there's a storyline, and as I just got excited in my voice, I can't help it. It is so much more fun to watch. So being on commentary, and helping to elevate a story is what I really loved about it. And I'll tell you one thing that I'm going to go ahead and toot my own horn, toot toot, about this. If you're a female commentator talking about female matches, and especially, thanks to Progress, an all-female show, you have a lot of insider information. You're allowed, by the way, I don't want to freak any of the girls up, you're allowed to go in that female locker room and you can tell, you know, what kind of drama is going on. You know, guys aren't, guys aren't as attuned to women like women are to women. You know, that's something I have, I can definitely tell you just in, in, in regular life and in wrestling life. So being a female commentating on female feuds 
is excellent because you know there's passion behind it and you know the inside of the locker room talk you know girls talk we're all gossips and that actually really helps to have that female perspective I think definitely and uh, Jamie she mentioned about being live at these shows has been the best way to experience it there are tickets still available for this show it is the 20th the 22nd of uh, March next week. Uh, it is the Dome in London and tickets are available via progresstickets.com. Yes, sorry I interrupted you there. I just said yay because I was excited to hear that. A couple of people have asked me on Twitter uh, if there are still if there's still room available. So that's great to hear. Um, and, and like we were just saying, there's nothing like a live wrestling event. So this is something that I think is going to be uh, historical. It's going to shape history see what i did there so if you are in the area please come down definitely say hi to me get a selfie and and we can sit there and gush about how awesome female wrestling is and i would just love to meet y'all so if if you're listening come see us progresswrestling.com like you said progresstickets.com is where all the information is you can obviously uh see on social media how excited these people are for this show and i am just as excited as they are and i'm going to apologize to you val because when you were telling that kurt angle bit yeah i don't know if you heard me but i kind of said yes because yes, I did. In, my, <laughs> in my head i was hearing the the promo that kurt cut about where is it written where men and women can't be friends yes and i started to yes. laugh and that hotel room i forget the numbers but i used to always tweet about that hotel room it was a number and it was one of those things in a storyline where i'm dying i think i asked her about it actually but like they had this hotel room and it had like, say it was like 314 or something. And they kept mentioning it and like hinting about it. But no one ever knows what happened in that hotel room. <laughs> it's scandalous. It's funny because the Fed actually at the time used that hotel a lot. I believe it was the same hotel they used for the Lita Dean Malenko storyline. Oh my God! No way. Well, there was that, and do you remember the Tori Wilson, Don Marie, and uh, Tori? All time I'll tell you now. Again, maybe this is kind of the female soap opera loving part of me. I love reality TV. I'm a Drag Race stan and a Real Housewives fan, and that kind of stuff. Again, and this is what happens in female wrestling too, women's wrestling, is there is that element of like there's got to be a little bit of drama, and I am here for all of it. I'm gonna sop it up with a biscuit. More drama, please. Yes. Indeed. Awesome. Is there anything else you would like to say about this upcoming show before we sign off? I just want to say a big thank you to Progress. I want to say thank you to the fans because I was already excited about this show. But the second, I mean the second, I even said to my husband, oh my God, the second this was announced that I would be involved, the absolute loveliest people have commented whether they're actually coming to the show or they can't make it there in the US or wherever. They were so excited about having me on the show, but just the show in general um, has just gotten so much amazing feedback already. And we haven't even started yet. So I just want to say thank you to those that are listening and those that have supported it because I was already excited, but seeing your comments and seeing your feedback has made me that much more excited. And it's made me realize how important and honorable being the, the commentator on this, this show is. So I just want to say thanks to that. And, and, Hopefully we'll see even more of this because I just know this is going to be one of those shows that, again, I'll say it, it's going to go down in her story. You heard it here first. Indeed. Uh, don't forget to check out all the amazing uh, podcasts available on the Bodyslam.net YouTube channel. Um, follow us on Bodyslam.net uh, on Twitter and on Facebook and on Instagram. 
but that I still don't even know what we do on our Instagram, <laughs> and I and I run the socials. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll have to find out. <laughs> and with that said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much, and remember, ladies and gentlemen, don't feed the trolls. <laughs>